Welcome to the New Reality Show, where you can call in live for laser coaching and engage in Q&A with doctors Art Emrich and Christina Winsey. Discover how to master the power of your mind, body, and spiritual energies. Get empowered to create your new reality for more happiness, well-being, and success. It's that time again. Here we are, another Friday night, another fun uh, program to go, and uh, can't wait to hear what we're going to say. Yeah. (laughs) If you're new to our show, this is New Reality Solutions. We're so happy you're tuning in because we have a very special guest tonight. Um, uh, Just very briefly, what's in store for you is Dr. Nancy Wiley is author of Divine Trust. It's a practical guide to end suffering and find your way home. Dr. Nancy Wiley's simple method to deepening your trust in the universe's orchestrating power so we're going to learn more about that and very very exciting meanwhile um we want to thank our subscribers for sure and uh let you know what this show is about if you're new and uh certainly if you get value out of the show and you really like it and want to join us every friday we also invite you to become a subscriber to help us keep the lights on we have a bit of a a mission here um and uh, thomas is showing you how to uh subscribe and and help us with the expenses of the show so um we have between us close to 100 years of private practice experience And it's great working one-on-one, but we wanted to help a lot more people, especially in the last few years. Wow, what a world, what a a challenge we're in. And um, so our goal is to bring you the best kinds of guests that can help you with everyday life, to bring you topics when it's just the two of us, and free solutions that you can do at home that make life a lot better, whether it's anxiety, stress, PTSD, all kinds of things, relationships. We just want to really bring solutions for you. And all of our guests offer a free gift at the end of the show. And so do we. So Dr. Art, anything you want to say? Yeah, I I guess that one of our commitments is is, uh, to have you hear some interesting and practical uh, information uh, about uh, things that our guests have discovered or that uh, Dr. Chris and I have discovered in our, in our private practices that might be um, of, uh, of interest and of use to you. And our commitment is that we will bring you not only information, but also practical applications, mm-hmm. things that you can take away from the program and immediately start using to improve the quality of your life. Absolutely. And we'll give you our email at the end of the show so you can write for our freebies and uh, any questions that you have. Meanwhile, this is a live call-in talk show. So you can call in to talk to us, ask a question, get laser coaching, or talk to our guest and ask a question of our guest. So Thomas, if you'd put those numbers up, if you're in the United States, you can dial toll-free 1-888-627-627. 6008. If you are outside the U.S., you have to dial direct 1-323-744-4831. And with that, Dr. Art, I'm ready for your tip of the week. I always look forward to that. 
Well, I am too. I can't wait to hear what it's going to be this week. Um, <laughs> it's it's a, a very uh, uh, scary word for a lot of people. Uh, the one word description of this week's tip is fasting. F-A-S-T-I-N-G. Um, so um, one of the things I discovered was something called intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. And that is where you uh, switch between fasting and eating, but on a very special time schedule. And generally, it involves uh, concentrating your eating to a six-hour period uh, during the day. And you get to pick the period, of course. You could do eight in the morning to two in the afternoon if you really like breakfast, or you can skip breakfast and go noon to 6 p.m. And all the eating for that day is is in that period. So if you really like three meals a day, you eat a meal, three hours later, you eat another meal, and three hours later, you eat the final meal of the day. So longer periods, they found out, are not uh, helpful and, in fact, can be dangerous. So um, fasting for one, two, and three days, I know there are techniques to do that, but they're um, considered a little bit bit, uh, dangerous. Some people should not do intermittent fasting. Uh, children uh, under the age of 18, pregnant women or breastfeeding women, people with uh, diabetes, blood uh, sugar problems, um, um, people with eating disorders should should not do this. So um, pretty simple, uh, this concentrating your eating within the six hours. And let's talk about why you would even want to do something like that. There are benefits that fall into a couple of different areas. Um, The body is going to adjust your hormone levels that make stored body fat more accessible if you eat and fast on this schedule. The cells initiate uh, important repair processes, and um, they change the expression of your genes. Um, So um, to break it into four different groups, Um, HGH, human growth hormone levels, uh, have increased as much as fivefold. And why this is good is benefit for fat loss and muscle gain, to name a few. Uh, Insulin, the insulin sensitivity improves in your body, and the levels of insulin in your body drop dramatically. Uh, Lowered insulin levels make stored body fat more accessible. Um, Cellular repair. When you fast, your cells create uh, cellular repair processes that include, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, autophagy, autophagy. Mm -hmm. Cells digest and remove old and dysfunctional uh, proteins that build up inside the cells. And the last, the gene expressions, changes in the function of genes related to both longevity and protection against disease. So uh, by using this um, uh, kind of uh, intermittent uh, fasting uh, on, a, on a regular schedule, you just start eating all of your meals within a six-hour period, uh, it will bring enormous benefits, um, such as weight loss, uh, uh, improved cellular function, and uh, just an easy thing to do something that doesn't require you to go on a so-called diet. You can eat whatever you want during those periods. One of the, one of the admonitions they give is just because you're only going to be eating during a six-hour period, don't try to make every meal a humongous meal <laughs> and try to make up for the loss of, of time by eating a lot more food. So 
What happens is your body gets used to it very quickly and um, it will pay off many, many benefits. So intermittent fasting is the tip of the week. Excellent tip. I'm going to argue a little bit with what you said. Okay. Um, well, first of all, one of the benefits is energy, but mm-hmm. there are spiritual fasts and health fasts. In fact, water mm-hmm. fasts that uh, if they're supervised and if, if you're in a safe environment, um, depending on your health status, they can be extremely beneficial. Okay. So uh, they're not really dangerous. Uh, that is actually a myth. Okay. Um, I've done a lot of research on fasting, Okay. but Intermittent fasting is actually a great way to live because you're right. All of those benefits on a daily basis help keep your body clean. And your body is an ultimate in recycling. So when autophagy happens and the cells break open, then uh, the old cells, it's renewing the proteins in those cells for other uses. So there's a lot that goes on in the body, but uh, it's a wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. Excellent. So, yeah. Um, And do you have a handout that we can give people at the end of the show? I do have. I will send it to you uh, right after the show is over. Awesome. Uh, Very good. And and we'll get you our email at the end of the show if you want Dr. Art's information about that. Meanwhile, I'm excited. I I tell you, um, when we learned about this wonderful woman author, uh, we just really snapped her up for the show. So I want to read her bio, and um, I think you're going to get so much out of this show tonight. At the age of 12, Dr. Nancy Wiley became fascinated by how certain people seemingly manifest things into their lives. When she manifested a beautiful, thoroughbred jumper for herself. After reading The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, just a few short years later, she began to understand how she had created this. Simultaneously, she also began a lifelong practice of meditation that resulted in the attainment of unity consciousness. With her continuing experience and ever-growing confidence in navigating through her inner realm, she was able to reach a state whereby she no longer suffers, no matter what life presents. Her trust in source has become unshakable. From direct experience, she is now absolutely certain that there is a divine presence that wants everyone to know it and trust it. For the past eight years, she's been enrolled in the inner circle of a comprehensive program called Your Year of Miracles, where she became clear that her next divine assignment was to assist others in opening to the state of trust in the divine as she has done in her new book, Divine Trust, A Practical Guide to End Suffering and Find Your Way Home. She lays out a blueprint that anyone can easily follow to achieve this incredible state of divine bliss and trust for themselves and thereby achieve freedom from suffering. Dr. Nancy Wiley spent 27 years building a highly successful orthodontics practice in Florida It was a school tragedy in Parkland that spurred her to feel the time was right to create and bring through divine trust. With the loss of one of her own patients and the sorrow of so many around her, she felt introducing divine trust would be a path to healing for many. 
Dr. Nancy Wiley now dedicates herself to igniting a massive shift in human consciousness using divine trust as the cornerstone. Dr. Nancy, welcome to the show. Oh, uh, there, we there we go. Hello, Technology beautiful. is not the forefront <laughs> of my, my wheel. We're very, we're very pleased to be part of your uh, rollout of Divine Trust and, and part of your mission. Uh, that, that gives us a lot. And I just want to clarify one thing for our listeners who may not, uh, I'm from Aiken, South Carolina, a real horsey town. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people may not know um, a jumper uh, other than a slip over sweater. So I want to make sure that's clear that this is a horse that you manifested, <laughs> not a sweater. Yes. He was, a, he was 17 one hands, beautiful Palomino. And some lady just gave him to me. She had breast cancer, but this was my... You know, this is not how I usually start my podcast. (laughs) I just want to say thank you both for being on your show and for what you're doing. So, so needed what we're all doing right now on the planet. This is and and this format and how we can reach people. So great. Okay, yes. He was a beautiful horse. And I was like, so horse crazy. I never played with with dolls, just horses. I only thought about that all day and all night. And then when this lady gave me her horse, when I was 12, oh my God, I was like, what? This just doesn't usually happen. And I remember thinking like that, this, did I create it? And then, you know, miraculously I was given that book and, you know, so many things, so many magic. I mean, Every one of us has magic in our lives. If we would just stop to like retrospect at what happened mm-hmm. and what happened and how and why. So um, my life just unfolds so miraculously. I would never believe I'd write a book. I'm a so it, it sounds like the book was kind of downloaded to you then. Is that right? Or did, did, so did it just kind of? To be fair and to be completely transparent and honest, I started meditating when I was 16 with transcendental meditation, and I believe it thinned the veils. Although I was embarking on a scientific path and went 32 years through school, I have six advanced degrees, Mm. three from Columbia University. And um, it was not that giving me any of these answers that I'm presenting here. So first, you know, I know I listen to your show. I know how you talk about it. And maybe our are the way we're our terminology isn't going to be exactly the same, but I think humans develop their left brain. We're taught, we're trained mm-hmm. to develop this left brain. And certainly as a scientist, you, you really just develop that. If you can't see it with your senses and it's not reproducible with our human senses, it's not real. Mm-hmm. But when you meditate, you're simultaneously, I started at 16 meditating with transcendental meditation, and I started to develop my right side of my brain. So for this, it was going on for years, but mostly the left brain. And it was um, these books that I read early on the power of your subconscious mind and autobiography of a yogi, I was given these books, I didn't just find, you know, people said, I think you're going to like this mind expanding. 
-hmm. And so they laid the possibility of what could be. It wasn't here. It wasn't in all my science. <laughs> you know? I mean, it was actually counterproductive. That almost shuts down your spirit. Yes. Yeah. So um, the, all the meditation and because I heard about these books and especially autobiography of a yogi and the power of the yes. subconscious mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy, I was like, is this possible? You know, and I, I laid it open. I had it opened for me. So I kept meditating and I kept trying to trying, trying, going this way, that way. I was like, if you can become enlightened in one lifetime, I'm going to do it. That was like, <laughs> I was going through my science, right? And I was getting further and further away, but I kept trying new things, taking new courses. I'm a Reiki master. I mean, I tried all these things, Qigong, um, Feng Shui. I mean, I studied everything, EFT. I know you all, I read your bios. I read about you. I know we have very similar backgrounds. And so I found in 2008, a really amazing teacher. Her name was uh, Jetta Molly, almost said doctor, but her name was Jetta Molly out of the UK. And she taught a specific guided meditation. And from that point forward, bells, whistles, fireworks, unity consciousness, which Dr. Art, you were talking about that in your last show. You said you were falling and then you heard the woom, woom, woom. I had a very similar, similar encounter. And suddenly I, I felt like I was elevated and in the light and I could see all around me. I was everything and nothing. I had no body but I knew everything. I could see everything. Right. And that's the definition of unity consciousness that changed me forever. So when I came back out of that meditation, I was forever changed. Mm -hmm. And I think with each of these meditations, the closer we get, the more, the more cellular changes happen. And um, I was listening to Greg Braden once, and he said, when we meditate, our DNA uncoils. So we can actually express more of our genetic makeup. Mm. And to me, that makes so much sense because why else would I have all these extrasensory perceptions? Mm. I become clairaudient, clairvoyant, everything, all the clairs I've become. And I swear it's because of this meditation. But the most profound aspect is when you come into the present moment and you're guided to see directly the faith mm -hmm. of God or source or universe, whatever name you're giving it. And you see it's alive. It communes with you. You commune with it. The more you sit in that energy, the more you begin to trust it. And that's what I am here to teach is this trust because boy, oh boy, do we need it. And oh, little did I know, little did I know if I had not gotten to the point of trusting in this relationship before that parkland incident i wouldn't have been able to navigate like i did mm -hmm. so i'm human like everybody else and i floundered like everybody else and now luckily my communion and my one-on-one -on -one for sure certain relationship with this source energy just melts anything that your mind labels as bad missing lacking or wrong and it's just so beautiful and 
when after that the situation that happened in parkland i too suffered for five days i lost a patient that day and one of my staff lost her sister and moreover the whole community was grieving mm -hmm. my office was a mile and a half from marjorie mm -hmm. stone and douglas so in the aftermath, I could see there was so much post-traumatic stress. I mean, when the kids did start coming back in, they, they had a void in their eyes. I'm like, oh my God, it's like someone's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. And at the time I had a, an adult patient who was a psychologist and he said, you watch, they're going to start committing suicide. Um, and I'm like, I, I don't get it. Why would they, they live? Why would they, he goes, because they have survivor's guilt and they have severe anxiety. They're in, you know, they're in post-traumatic stress. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happened. And then when I realized five days after the incident, I had to get a hold of myself. And I went deep into my meditation, my communion, and I came out with answers. And then from that point, I realized, you know what? I am unshakable. And if I'm unshakable, maybe I have a gift to give to others. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know how it was going to unfold in a fight. That's a whole nother miraculous unfolding of how the book came to be, but it was definitely downloaded. Well, we want to hear about all of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're greedy. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm so happy. You know, I'm so happy and I'm going to clarify. Okay. Five days before the shooting, we had my mom's funeral. Hmm. And it was that she died of Alzheimer's. And I realized that I wasn't suffering. I had such a strong faith and my father, my sister, my brother are all suffering. And I'm, my faith is so strong and so certain that I didn't suffer. And then five days later, I'm in my clinic and a mom exclaims, there's a shooter, an active shooter at Douglas. And we all go, <gasps> And when it was all said and done, the next day, we found out we lost a patient and one of our staff lost her sister. So that whole thing where I told you I communed, I got a message. The message is actually laid out in the book that we all choose our path. We know it before we come in. We readily because we as human bodies pass away but the spirit does not yes, yeah. the spirit lives on and has lived on and possibly in my reality i feel like maybe multiple multiple lives reincarnation i do see mm -hmm. a lot of evidence from my spiritual nature of that like i feel like i cannot die and then if you in your meditations if you ever try to stop being you cannot and it's one sure way to realize that we're never energies neither created nor destroyed. It just changes form. That's a mm -hmm. physics principle. So um, I want to keep on going on and tell you about the book because it is quite a fascinating story. Is it okay? Can may I keep? Well, I want to just interject. Sure. If you know what you've achieved is not the norm, unfortunately. No. Uh, I think we really need to also. Um, if you have any tips on how our viewers could begin to develop that trust and mm -hmm. could begin to meditate, um, if you have, you know, for many people, meditation seems almost unattainable because their mind won't stop. So obviously you have mastered 
a lot of this. <laughs> and so you can, if you could bring that in as you talk about the book, that would be awesome. All right. I'm, I'm glad you're, that's a great question because for years I did transcendental meditation without a lot. Okay. 25 years. I still do it sometimes if I want to fall asleep, it's where you put a mantra in your brain and you repeat it over and over again. It doesn't mean anything, but it's meant to get your mind to come back to that. Oh my gosh. I just did not work for me. And I did it for 20. I did it for a quarter of a century and then I tried holosync, which is brainwave and treatment mm-hmm. thinking, you know, science here, here again, I'm trying to use mm-hmm. science to, to do brainwave entrainment to get to that enlightened stage. I did that for eight years. So now some of the years I overlapped, but I've been meditating for 45 years now because I started so young, hopefully, because I hopefully don't. <laughs> Anyways, um, so then I found the guided meditation. Now, my teacher, Jetta, would say that you got to give your brain a, a job to do. So she would realize that our left brain would kind of be spinning, but she had a sneaky way of helping it. And I know that it helps so many people. She would have you with your eyes closed, breathe in and imagine a circle and breathe out with your eyes closed. So you're giving your brain a job to do. So it keeps your left brain busy. You're breathing, you know, you keep going and that's what you're, so with your eyes closed, you're envisioning the circle, breathe in, breathe out, and you're staying on there. So it's way easier than just the mantra to keep your monkey mind quiet. Mm-hmm. But there's this one aspect, once you can do that, and you master it, and I teach it in my book, too. It's just to be it. I mean, it sounds so hard. I mean, it sounds easy, but it's so hard to do this. And to just be but if you have someone guiding you through it, it just helps it helps keep you in the present moment, because both you and I know, the doorway to everything is in that present moment. You cannot be in the past or the future worried in your brain. That's the opposite. So I do want to talk about the left brain and the mind. Mm -hmm. The mind is you're judging. You're looking for what's lacking, missing, or wrong. You're categorizing your victim mentality. You're in the past. You're worried about the future. This is not the doorway. The doorway is the present moment using your consciousness. Now it takes a little bit of guiding. I mean, I feel like I need to be the, I needed to be guided. I don't know if there's other people out there, but I definitely feel like I wandered in that desert and all that other stuff that yes, the guided meditation keeps you in the present moment and your progress is infinitely faster. I've achieved more in my meditation in the last like 10 years than my whole other four decades is just by this guided meditation. So to me, if that's the one tip is to get a guide and stay with it and someone who's really there, but this trust in this faith and seeing it and being unshakable, that is so special. That's what I'm here to teach. And my teacher would have us stay on one concept for months, love, gratitude, but it was something about trust that allowed me to log on. I, I don't know why. I just know that that was my, you know, anything could be going on out here. I go into my trust right away and go, and it would get me right 
right there, right to the source, seeing the face of this energy. And then it talks to you. It gives you information. It makes you feel secure, safe, no, no matter what. And that is the power of what is needed right now of this trusting in the divine. Absolutely. So, so is that how you define divine trust? What, what is? Okay, what is that's that? great. I, I mean, it starts, if you look up the Webster, Webster Dictionary says, um, trust is the firm belief in the reliability, strength, or truth of a thing. In this case, God, source, universe. So it's the firm belief, which implies it's based on faith and no proof. But what I am talking about is way beyond that. It's an actual one-on-one relationship with the divine where you are certain it is there. You see it, you feel it, it's palpable and it wants you to see it. And once you see it, you see you are it. Oh my God. Can you imagine humanity realizing they are this divinity? What What an amazing gift. And this is what I'm here to teach and and be others, you know, guide to get there themselves. It's so beautiful. It's so profound. It's so blissful. I like to say it's like living in black and white and all of a sudden living in this rich, vibrant technicolor. Everything is different, beautiful and glorious. Wow. I'm going to just do a quick station identification, so to speak. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to New Reality Solutions and our special guest, Dr. Nancy Wiley, talking about her book, Divine Trust, and helping um, helping you to feel a trust that everything's going to be okay, and so much more. Um, if you'd like to call in and, and join the conversation, if you want to ask a question of our guest or of us, you can dial toll-free in the United States, 1-888-627-6008. And if you're outside the United States, dial direct one 323 7444831 and do stay to the end because Dr. Nancy has a free gift for all of our listeners. So with that we can get back to the most important stuff which is what you're talking about. So do you have, a, do you have a particular way to explain what you think the purpose of our life is? Mm. Yes. Uh, so You know, you had asked, and I'm just, as a scientist, I'm going to go out there. Yes, I'm shown that we are the divinity. So in my, I have a master class that I teach this whole, the whole concept of the book, and it's divided in three plus more, you know, I wish I had had a guide like me when I was starting out, Mm. it would have been so helpful. It would have cut decades off. This is why you're too easy. It's too easy. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, you, you do have to suffer. In my book, I talk about suffering and boy, have I suffered in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, there's just so, there's so much to like, but I, here's what my evidence is or what's being shown and presented to me. There was this energy. Now this is taken from the Kabbalah and, and just everything that came to me. But it wanted to know itself, but it was just this one energy and it had no physicality, but it was so, 
so exquisite, all-knowing, everything, but it couldn't experience itself because there was no matter. So it expanded, or what we say, the Big Bang Theory, which mm-hmm. caused matter to go out ever without end. It's constantly expanding, but it has pockets of contraction, which turned into planets and then, you know, planet Earth and human beings eventually. Now, here's the, the thing. Human beings have the consciousness to know that they are it, but everything is it. They're just not able to be conscious. I have a conscious dog. I have, you know, a baby's conscious, but they're not conscious that they are this energy. It's Mm -hmm. only through this one, you know, getting into the present moment and seeing your it. So now it uses my vehicle to express. It has, I'm its arms, its mouth, its eyes. It's Mm -hmm. expressing through me. And it's the process of the human being waking up to this, that is the whole process of being here, that we realize we are this energy. That is the whole purpose of humanity, of everything, of all reality, is to know that we are it for it to experience itself as that. Now, if we were born knowing we were it without the amnesia that somehow comes along, it wouldn't have be as fun because mm-hmm. it's the process of waking up to like, holy, you know what? I'm, I'm it. I'm it. And that is what the whole purpose of this is. This, this body is to wake up to that. So Dr. Art, when you had your unity consciousness aspect where you felt that energy did you not come back completely different and wondering like was that it and the answer is yes yes you are it we all are and that is why we're here that's part of your mission is to wake people that is absolutely my mission to ignite a massive shift in human consciousness so i'm i'm going to ask a tough question yeah somebody can't pay their rent Mm-hmm. They're working two jobs. Mm-hmm. They are dealing with perhaps uh, loss of family members, um, all kinds of things going on. How do they achieve what you're talking about? I was there. I was there. And I asked the same question to Jetta. I said, Jetta, I mean, she goes, I know where you are. But she couldn't, I I had to go through that. I had to go through that pain and that suffering. Mm -hmm. And it was by, it was by surrendering to this energy. It was, I made small incremental changes that I'm here to help other people. Mine was 45 years before I actually got to this point. Mm-hmm. But I was exactly where you are. I have a special needs daughter. I had a special needs brother who was so severely handicapped. And we, my whole family, my whole, my brother and my sister, we all tried to block that out, have amnesia of that. What happens when you do that? You have your own child like that. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, I take responsibility We each have to take responsibility. We're co-creators, but we don't realize it. And someone who can't pay their bills and working two jobs, they have to start making slow shifts. If you stay in that left brain, you're never going to get there. You have to take a leap of 
faith sometimes. I had to, I had to do that too. And I start, you know, I, I saw big changes when I started doing a self-love process in the morning and then a surrendering to this energy. So my, if for me, the trust in the divine came first, but I didn't see big changes. It wasn't until I did my self-love process and I surrendered to it. I surrendered to it. I mean, you hear it all the time and it's so easier said than done, but I surrendered to it. So working as an orthodontist, Art, Dr. Art, I want to just tell you, and this goes to this question. I was in this hamster wheel struggling mm-hmm. as an orthodontist, working so hard. I get up at five every day. I did all my own, you know, everything I worked. I worked really seven days a week, very little financial gain. I mean, I paid my staff so much because I love them so much. I wanted, you know, I, I felt firmly if I had paid good staff and had great staff, gave great service, it would all come back to me in the end. But financially, I was a wreck. And one day I just said, you know what, my back was starting to bother me right up the Parkland shooting, right when my mom was dying, mm-hmm. my back, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to stay in this practice as an orthodontist working my butt off. But this back thing, I, I feel it's pushing me out of practice. So I sold, put my practice up for sale. It sold right away, right? Um, put it up for sale right before the pandemic. It had a great, miraculous things. A friend of mine, 16 years, wanted to have a practice right there. He lived right in Parkland. He ended up ultimately buying it. And on my last day, I had no clue how I was going to support my family. I sold my practice to my friend and I put this, you will not believe this. I put out there, God, I'm surrendering to you. I'm trusting that my back, you're giving my back. I I used everything in my book. Mm -hmm. I'm trusting that this is meant to happen. I just feel it. So I'm going to take a leap of faith. And I walked out of that practice And I rented a condo on the beach for a month and I timed it with a spiritual retreat. And the intention for this spiritual retreat is that I get my next divine assignment. Didn't know what it was. Okay. First day of the retreat, you know what I heard in a, in a process, like a meditation, you're going to write a book on trust. You know what I said? I said, I'm a scientist. Writing is my weakest point. How can you come to me with this assignment? Second day, I heard in another process, you have been groomed. We've been working with you for years to embody trust. You embody trust. It's a gift you have. You're going to write a book on trust for us. This is what I'm hearing. Third day, nothing, but I trust, I relax, I allow. I don't try. I just relax and allow. Fourth day, a process. It said to me, you're going to write a book on trust. Get up and write these chapters down. Here is your outline. So I got up, I wrote them all oh And that's how the book came to be. It wrote itself in five days. Five days. Okay. Well, it sounds like the key is to have this miraculous guide that sort of really put you on the 
path. And I, what I'm hearing is you want to be everyone's guide that will allow you to be that for them and, and help them change the course of their life significantly, dramatically in a different direction. Well, there, there are many paths, love, gratitude, but mine is trust. And it just is so timely. I, I, I just could not have written it in a better time frame than it came out. Mm-hmm. But yes, I am happy to be a guide. I know it's a transmission. It's like a vibration that goes out. And just by being in a presence of someone like mine, it actually disseminates out. Mm. I, I read somewhere uh, that uh, as a helper, somebody who wants to help others, that you are only capable of helping people who are one rung below you on the, oh. on the ladder. That if they're two rungs or three or four or five rungs below, they're not going to understand a word you're saying. And if they're one or two rungs above you, they don't need your help. You need their help, you know. And so the concentrate on there's a very specific uh, layer, I guess, of people uh, on a path in a certain place that you have available access to. And that's the ones you can really speak to. And others are not going to hear it. They're just they're, they're not ready yet, I guess. There are there are others that are not ready. That's absolutely true. There may be young souls. They need to flounder and suffer. I, I do feel that, but I, I'm shown my vision that they show me is that two thirds to three quarters of the planet lights up with this information. So I go by what I'm shown I don't argue with it. I mean, sometimes I do, but I'm, I've learned like it is a not, it's, it's a divine source. It's an entity and to argue with it is futile. If I told you, Dr. Art, I was told maybe um, 20 years ago that, that this was going to be my mission or that there was going to be a mission like this. And I argued with it. I said, I'm not worthy of this. (laughs) I'm just a little orthodontist. So I, I don't argue with it. It's possible what you're saying is true, but I feel like this could touch a lot more people than just one rung below my spiritual. Well, there's a lot of people that are one rung below. There's <laughs> still a lot of people that you can help, even if that were true. Here, here's what, what I believe. I believe the, the thing is you have to decide. Are you going to suffer or do you hear this information It's more and more out there. So more and more people are getting access to this is why your platform in particular is so important because you reach so many people, you're giving them the opportunity. Do they decide to take it? Mm. You decide to take it and you try, you're trying. I don't like the word try. If you decide that this is the mission for you and you no longer want to suffer in your left brain, Mm -hmm. then it can be, you can be helped. You absolutely, I I think it's just a decision. In many ways it is, absolutely. I I think this topic is so needed uh, now more than ever. Um, You know, there are so many, uh, so many deaths happening that um, people can't make sense of. And um, there's now 
something that is uh, actually uh, called sudden adult death syndrome. And it is related to uh, a medicine that's being dispersed among humanity that is creating a lot of uh, illness. And um, people need to, I, I think the hardest thing to come to terms with is something you said in the beginning of we all chose, mm-hmm. we all knew what we were coming into, mm-hmm. and we all have our own path. Mm-hmm. And so um, I find that 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 is to some degree comforting, Mm -hmm. but watching the suffering is very hard. I find that there are days when I am mourning for humanity and I am I am um, just in awe that this could be happening. Um, It's just a really tough time to be alive. So I I would shift that perspective and say that this is the best time to be alive. We all chose it for this precise reason, this precise pain point. It's the pain that pushes us to look for the solutions Mm -hmm. and we're not going to get there in our brain. The only way is for this shift to happen. Mm-hmm. You're all about this new reality. This is exactly, exactly what needs to happen. And if we don't have this pain point, we don't look for it. Does this make sense? Yes. So we need this. And then the pain point becomes the damn rose that we're supposed to open. We're supposed to open that. Okay, in my book, I I just want to go into this is so, so profound. One of the more advanced aspects is once you can see the divine and know it and trust it, when you say what you just said, you plant your two feet and you stand solid in love and in this firm belief, this firm relationship and what you know. And you melt that, you explode that. It just evaporates into thin air. This is the whole point of that. Humanity, wake up, wake up. Do you want to stay here? It's just like it's like picking at you. Wake up, wake up. Do you want to wake up? Yes, yes, this is the antidote. When the Uvalde shooting happened, I sat down, I started watching the TV. I watched it for a couple hours and I'm like, oh man, you know, I feel like this is deja vu all over again. God help me. And my, my, um, my social media was like, what do you want to post? What do you want to post? I'm like, I don't know what I post right now. Won't help humanity. Okay. What do I have to do? What I know? Stop, breathe, come into the present moment, commune with source, see it, ask it, feel it, let it carry me. Why? Why? Do you know why humanity needs to change? What are we doing wrong? What are we doing that's causing this? What can we change? Mm-hmm. What I got is, well, this is a, um, we're creating human beings that would hate so much that they would be able to do this. The kid had no parents. He was bullied. He played games of, you know, video, violent video games. He got an, a semi-automatic gun with no supervision. He's 18. He's whacked out. No supervision. What is it? Is it just him? 
No, I have to take responsibility too. Do you know there's a process called Ho'oponopono, which I'll get into. Yes. Um, and yes. I did Ho'oponopono the second night, um, all night long. I could not sleep because I have to take responsibility. I'm part of this. What did I do to cause this? I didn't pull the trigger, but hell yeah, responsibility. We're all one, Dr. Art. So what did I do? What did I do? What can I do? And this, oh my God, I got to read this to you. This is what came out after, you know, what do we do? What did we do? Here's this antidote. It says, what what can I do to change the outcome? This is directly from source. So I'm just going to read it to you because it is so damn profound. Sit in the guidance of divine trust. So I have to, I have to do my own work too, right? I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm still human. I'm in a human body. When each of, of us does this and takes responsibility for these actions in this spiritual way, it does make a difference. We think it cannot possibly, but that's only from the limiting perspective of our mind. When we operate from our consciousness, we see that anytime we remember who and what we are, and we choose to operate from love, no matter what, we take a stand for all that is good and holy. This sends the very vibration that is the antidote for these actions. And we can and do make a difference. Love and goodness always triumphs and trumps the darkness. Mm -hmm. Everything Mm -hmm. serves the light. Everything. There's not one hair out of place. Everything is serving the light. If that is so, then all of this is serving the light. Those people who give their lives are pushing us forward for us to, they're, they're begging us. Please know your light. Please stand for light, please. And this is the change that is ushered onto this planet. Now you talk about feeling divine trust. What does divine trust feel like? Mm. Oh, I wish I could teach it to you in a second, but I can't. You it please feels- give it to me in five words or less. <laughs> um, <laughs> It feels like a saturated, incomplete bliss and a knowing in every fiber of your being that everything's okay and perfect just as it is. It's trusting this source, this magnanimous energy to do exactly what's needed to bring about the highest potential of humanity. Okay. Does that... Beautiful. That's wonderful. Yeah. Mm. Mm, It's delicious. It's sublime. It's, it's just the most nourishing feeling you could have. And it feels like for me, it comes into my heart, but it, it rushes. I mean, it just fills me full. Mm -hmm. You you talk about it being the first step. Yes. What are there some other steps you know about that you can that are are they revealed in your book and um there well the first step and I talked to it uh, it is about a foundation because before okay. I actually got here I was trying all kinds of things I was right. going up to the mm-hmm. sixth chakra the seventh chakra hanging out there but I didn't have this firm knowledge 
experience communion. And once you see it, then you have a much better foundation of which to build all of that on. And things just are so much more profound. Like manifestation is more profound. Love is more profound. I'm a Reiki master. My Reiki has never been as profound as it is now. So it just opens up the floodgates and this merging with this source, this communion, it just makes everything on steroids. It it heightens up or, or actually potentiates all my other spiritual practices. So that's why I said the first step, the foundation, you can, you know, experience other things, but it's so much more powerful. Once you realize and see you are this energy, it is you. And why, why is it here? Because it's trying to expand and know itself, cutting edge technology, cutting edge of, of knowing itself. And that's what we are. Well, with that, we are running out of time. I want to get to your free gift. And so uh, you can talk about it. Thomas, would you put uh, the photo I sent you so people have the website to go to? And uh, Dr. Nancy, so people go to divinetrustbook.com to get your book. Yes, there's there's actually four free gifts on here. One's a meditation to trust. It's an explanation and um, a meditation. I have a, a free gift from my great friend, Marcy Shymoff. It's the Happy for No Reason workbook. Mm-hmm. Also, Dr. Sue Mortar, she gives um, a meditation about activating the healer within. And then I also want one more. Um, I want your viewers to go on. They can just go to trust the divine dot com go all the way down to the bottom and there's a free meditation they can download called you are beautiful Mm. it's um exquisite because you feel it's um you're all okay we're all okay just as we are we're perfectly imperfect and i just love it it's you are beautiful oh that's great so So many many free gifts which i love Absolutely. So they go to divinetrustbook.com mm-hmm. for the book and then mm-hmm. just divinetrust.com for trust, the free trust, med- trust the divine.com. Trust the divine.com to get the meditation. They scroll all the way down. All the way down to the bottom. Yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I just want to let our viewers know um, next week we have. Uh, a very interesting guest as well. Um, it is uh, Miss Julie Phillips Hatch, a former pediatric nurse practitioner, now doctor of oriental medicine and author of A Parenting Revolution for Higher Evolution. And you're going to love that show too. Dr. Nancy, thank you so much. Wow. And um, just really profound work that you do. Oh, thank you, Dr. Christina and Dr. Art. Same right back at you. It's so you are sure welcome. I wish we had another hour to go. It <laughs> seems like there's so much information you have that's good. I hope people will uh, sign on and, and get the meditations in your book and, and continue with your practice. It just sounds wonderful. Oh. I know I'm going to be first in line when we sign off. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> Come work with me. 
I would love for that. Yeah, oh, we'd love great. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure we we get the most benefit out of the show. We get to talk to all the guests. <laughs> so mind expanding. Yes, you guys yeah. must be wow, way off. Yes, here. <laughs> we are. We're just I, made aware all the time of how many people are on the same path that we're on. But let's see how we can help other people because there are things we've discovered that would really make people's lives a lot easier and a lot more rewarding, more challenging, more pleasant, more hopeful. But uh, something has to trigger them into this new path. And, yeah. and that's what we hope we can be. You know? yeah. And, that, and well, you. you have certainly contributed to that hugely. And I, I hope people will, will become your new followers. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I Thomas, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I welcome everyone. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, can you put our email up? So if you would like Dr. Art's uh, email, uh, tip of the week, um, and that's any tip of the week, if you've watched other shows and you forgot to email us, you have it can go to contactnrshow at gmail.com. If you would like to get some hypnosis with our amazing Dr. Art, um, if you would text him, he will get back to you and the number is 941-685-9622. And if you'd like a consultation with myself, just email info at drchriswinsey.com and we'll be happy to help you. So with that, we have to unfortunately say good night. <laughs> good Thank night. you so much. Thank you. Um, this is uh, Nancy. You've just been a, a real inspiration. Oh. Thank you. I know. So same with you too to me. So thank you. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good Good night, night, everybody. Thanks for joining us. If you've enjoyed this show, please consider being a supporter. You can find that on our show page. Tune in every Friday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash new reality show for announcements of upcoming topics and exciting guest interviews. Bye for now.